You're listening to the Millennials Choice Show, Canada's most trusted podcast on all things real estate, finance, and entrepreneurship. Here's your host, Matthew Ablican. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of our podcast. And for those of you joining us on Instagram Live, good morning. This is the first time we're doing an Instagram Live. And um, we just want to react to the Bank of Canada's announcement over the interest rate. I have Amir Abdullah with me. Amir, good morning. How are you? Good, good morning, Matthew. Nice to uh, see you this morning. Yes, yes, yes. It's a beautiful day. So I was under the impression that nothing was really going to change today. And uh, Really? Okay. Yeah, because if you think about it, Whenever you and I both know, because we're in the real estate industry, we're in the mortgage industry, and they already increased the rates these last 60 days. Like we've been seeing it um, at all the big banks, all of the major lenders in Ontario. So they've already raised the rates uh, these last, you know, 60 days. So if they're doing that to fight inflation, to fight all these uh, pressures that they're facing... I don't see a real need for them to raise the rates. Plus, they're kind of raising the rates on themselves. So in a way, it doesn't really make too much sense. Yeah. What about you guys? Yes. So they, they have just announced it, the, the interest rate hike, and it's only going to be 25 basis points. Um, so you guys point, heard it here first. It's 25 basis yeah, points. So 0.25%. Um, I thought they were going to do a, a 50 basis points, which is 0.50%. Because when they were decreasing it, uh, when the pandemic started in March 2020, uh, they did it as a gradual 50 basis points cuts. I believe they did um, a few of that. And uh, I thought they were going to increase it, but they're being very um, cautious and to not overdo it. And uh, But the consensus is, or the forecast is that we are going to have a few this year. Uh, variable still very, it's, it's, it's a good bargain. Uh, I think Canadians have made a good um they, they, they've won the, the, in terms of the risk, the risk uh, trade-off. Uh, people had variable versus uh, fixed, fixed rates the last five, to even 10 years, even if you want to go back. So I think it's still, um, you know, it depends on the client situation. Everyone's different. Um, but, the, you know, a 25 basis points rate increase. I know some people are going to try to make it as the sky is falling, but it's only going to increase your payments by very little amount. Yeah, um, about 100 and- bucks or so a month, yeah. Yes. Uh, well, it depends on, on how big your mortgage is, but I believe it's a uh, 25 basis points increase only. I think it's only for every hundred thousand dollars. It's only going to increase about maybe $13. Yeah. Um, so if somebody has, uh, let's say a $500,000 mortgage, maybe it's going to increase to about six, $5, but that's not even a given. That's only if they have a variable and exactly. not every lender has that. Actually, some lenders, they cap you into this, you know, it's a variable rate, but it's going to uh, only your interest and principal portion changes. Your monthly payment doesn't change. So now you're going to pay more towards the interest, but at least your cash flow wise, you're still going to pay the same. Uh, some of the big five banks, they have this product, uh, but it's, it's, it depends on each, each, each product that the clients have. But it's still a good deal. It's, I think the Bank of Canada is being cautious. Um, I, do, I do agree with Matthew. They, I think a lot of banks anticipated this rate increase coming. Um, so they, they kind of beat the, the, the bank of Canada to, to the news by raising the rates the last, uh, four or five weeks. And, mm-hmm. 
so yeah, it's, uh, it's I, I think it's, uh, I think there's still wiggle room for Canadians. Um, the, well, this would also affect line of credits that people have like unsecured line of credits, uh, even secure line of credits, uh, uh, prime is going to change. Um, so it's, um, I think mortgage rates increased, but a lot of prime um, unsecured uh, rates did not change. Now this will affect it. And uh, it's going to be interesting. It's, uh, I think it's still, I think there's still room. The sky is now falling as no, some people want so. it to be. Yes. Uh, because it's um, when the pa- pandemic started, like uh, the prime rate was significantly higher than what it is now. Um, I believe it was as high as 3.95. 3.95. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, I think there's, there's still room for people just to get back to where we were uh, January, 2020. So for those of you joining us on Instagram Live, we're just reacting to the Bank of Canada's interest rate announcement. So they did raise the rates by 0.25%. Um, and, and the consensus here amongst myself, Danny and Amir, were, you know, the sky's not falling. It's not the end of the world. Uh, the banks have already been raising the rates in anticipation of this announcement over the last 60 days. So how this rate affects you guys is if you have lines of credits, if you have a variable rate mortgage, this will affect you slightly because your rate will go up or your payment effectively will go up. So it's, it's not the end of the world though, but that's, that's what happened this morning. So um, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the real estate market and what's going to happen over the next uh, six to eight months? Maybe. I'm happy. Honestly, I really think that um, I I don't know if it's necessarily going to cool down the market like a lot, just because, you know, the supply is very low. That's not changing right now um, after this announcement, right? There's still a supply shortage. Uh, there's still a lot of people wanting to get into the market, a lot of people wanting to upsize um, into bigger family homes from the condos. So I think with this interest rate hike, it's going to make an impact, not immediately. You know, as soon as they start increasing their rates, you know, which with every rate announcement, it might like, take a year or two even to actually have an effect on pricing and those kinds of things with inflation. But in terms of the real estate market, man, just get in right now. If you still haven't got in, you need to get in because it's not going to crash anytime soon. Personally, that's what I think. Yeah, I, I share the same sentiment. I was listening to um, a few broker of records and owners of different companies yesterday. I was on an owner's call meeting and this is the year of the refinance. And part of the reason why it's not just about people wanting to refinance and take some of the uh, appreciation in their properties out in order to buy another property. That's some people do that, but a lot of people want to upsize. A lot of people want to buy new homes and yeah. there just isn't inventory. So they're deciding to refinance and renovate the homes they currently live in and, and try to make them the way they want. And, and a little bit more, uh, I guess, more, um, you know, more, I don't know. Homie. I'd say a homie. It's, it's one of those things where they, actually, we have somebody here, Sagal Jebel, hey, Sagal, so he said they raised the rates by 0.50%. Um, no, it was at 0.25. They raised it 0.25. Now it's at 0.50. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what's happening this year. So that's not going to end anytime soon. But um, what are your thoughts, Amir? You think, uh, you think this, I know you're more of that side of the politics. So do you think that dampening demand is, is really the solution here? <laughs> well, that, uh, that's the easiest solution for, for, for the policymakers, right? If, uh, if you get rid of demand or you, you, you make it harder for people to qualify, 
you make it unaffordable for people, then suddenly you you know the if the demand goes down, then supply is not going to catch up to the to the rate of of demand. So you can fake control the the price appreciation that way. But it's um you know like Danny said, there's not enough supply. It's uh, Danny's you know seeing. Like, you know, I think Danny would be happy with like 10 offers on a property. I think I would be. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, that's Come how crazy it is. From 20 like, to 10 and gradually yeah. make your way back down to three. And that's a- yes. So it's, um, I think that's the easiest thing for, for, for the policymakers to do. But, but it's not just for the real estate. I do understand like inflation for like gas and food. Like everything is just keeps going higher. And, and the way these, these big corporations and companies do is that as long as they can see people keep affording to buy if they don't see their sales dropping because they increase their prices they're just going to keep increasing it they're they're going to test the limits of people everyone's going to test the limits they're going to say you know what you bought the spread for two dollars and fifty cents today maybe in a few weeks or in a few months they're going to raise it to like three dollars if people are still going to buy it and the sales are not going to drop they're doing this and and uh, a lot of people have started to criticize corporations because you know you're seeing like record profits and they're, they're, they're actually bragging that they're raising prices and it's uh, leading to even better performance. And it's uh, so when, when I guess for consumers, when their cost of financing their, you know, could be line of credits or, or, or just even psychologically, some people, when they see uh, uh, rates are rising psychologically, they'll be like, well, I'm not going to spend as much. Uh, but uh, one thing I will say is that I haven't seen my savings account rates increase. So please, the big five banks, it's, uh, it's increasing rates. Please increase, increase those rates too. <laughs> it's a very good point. So for those of you guys on Instagram that just maybe didn't understand what Amir just said, they're raising the rates on us for the money that we borrow, but they're not raising the rates for us for our deposits. So the inflation is still actually killing our deposit monies. So you might still have a hundred grand saved in your account. As an example, let's say you had a hundred grand today next month, you still have the hundred grand. That number doesn't change in your bank account. However, your purchasing power, what that hundred grand can buy you changes. And that's part of the problem. That's part of the problem that we're in right now. Um, Not only as a country, but all around the world, inflation is going up everywhere. And I was speaking with my buddy in Michigan. He wants to buy a home in Michigan. And he's like, man, the the price has really skyrocketed recently. And that's not really the case in the States all the time but we're seeing prices go up everywhere. So we want to make sure that you're hedging, what's called hedging, all the smart investors hedge against inflation. So they get into tangible assets, not in things that are going to be manipulated by, you know, the threats of war or the threats of famine or things like that. Get into assets that actually, or they can be stolen from you. Get into assets that actually have some sort of utility and some sort of function. For us, that's real estate. So that was, a, that was a great point, Amir. Definitely. And on that point, Matt, just like what you just said, like, especially with what's happening in Ukraine, I don't want to get into the geopolitical, you know, landscape, but it is important. It's relevant, I think, to everyone's economy, just because um, I think oil prices are going to go through the roof right now. Uh, I definitely think people putting in gas on regular, it's going to hit $2. For those of you that have a, you know, higher, higher <laughs> car, you're putting that premium already at, well, I think $2. So it's only going to get more expensive for everyone. And uh, I'm just like, thank God for my jet. I don't have to put in any premium gas right now. But um, there's some people that are just like, you know what? Like, I don't, I want to get a Tesla now, right? So 
Uh, a lot of what's happening in, you know, the East there, like with Russia and Ukraine, I think it is going to affect us uh, significantly. And with the rise in oil prices, everything else goes up. And the only way, like Matthew's saying, uh, to kind of uh, do something about that is hedge against inflation, which is prices going up. And that means you need to invest your money into something that's going to make you more money than uh, the amount of prices, that, the increase in prices uh, for goods and those kinds of things, including real estate, especially that. Yeah. And if, if we've learned anything about the news and what the numbers are uh, over the last two years, the numbers are skewed. They're not transparent. We don't know exactly how they're going about putting these numbers together in uh, different studies. And that's, that goes for inflation. When they're telling us the inflation rates, three, four, five percent, what they do is they take thousands of items, they put them in a basket of goods, and then they figure out what the inflation was and they come up with this average. Well, when they're telling us that inflation is like 4% or 5%, okay, but when you're looking at it on a real estate point of view, yes. real estate has not gone up 5%. It's gone up tr like a lot more. And in some areas we've seen 100% uh, increases, 30% increases. Yes. We've, seen, we've seen all kinds of increases. So uh, just be aware of that when you guys are, are listening to the news and they're telling you, you know, 5%, we go into the grocery stores, we see the price of meat has gone up 20%. Um, the price of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so when you're, when you're seeing that, that information come to you, always second guess it, always question it and make sure that you are doing the best you can to hedge against inflation. It's super, super important. I bought a bunch of meat back in, uh, in December and January and vacuum sealed it and threw it in my freezer. And we were, it's probably going to last us for the rest of this year. Uh, just, just because I didn't want to go into the store constantly paying more every single time I went to the store. And I was actually seeing that uh, towards the end of last year. And I told my wife and I said, we can't, uh, we can't do that. And so I, I suggest the same thing for you guys. The market's not going to crash. Um, there, there's a supply issue. Ontario needs 1.5 million homes just to keep up with the current demand. While the interest rate may price people out a little bit, I don't think it's going to get them out of the market. I just think they're going to have to lower their expectations in terms of how much they can afford to buy. And 0.25% is not really that bad. And don't forget, our real estate market is very secure because when people apply for mortgages, they're not applying at the rate that they're getting. So they apply at a higher rate, at the qualifying rate or 2% higher than the rate they're getting, whichever one is higher. And what's the qualifying rate at today, boys? 525. 525? Yeah. Yeah. So people yeah. apply at a rate of 5.25, but really people are getting 3%. Uh, probably now one and a half for variable 1.75%. That's their actual rate. So this is all taken into account ahead of time because our country has learned from previous depressions and recessions and crashes in the real estate market, what to do to avoid that. So this is, I think this is a good call. It's a conservative call. Um, I'm glad they didn't increase it by 50 basis points because they, um, you know, we've already seen the price increases, the rate increases from banks. So another 50%, I think might've been a little bit overkill because we've already seen 50%, 50 basis points, I should say, increases. So another 25 on the unsecured debt. So your lines of credits, your um, variable rate mortgages, those will go up. That's how you're impacted right now.
And just on that point real quick, like it's not just about the actual prime rate going up for the variable rates. It's the banks uh, giving you the discount as well. Whenever you're getting a variable rate, you probably have seen somewhere P minus something, right? P minus 1%. Now we already saw that uh, TD Bank specifically reduced it by 0 0.005. So before you were getting a discount of P minus one, which means your rate would have been uh, 1.45. Now it's gonna be 1.5. So you're, they're already chopping down the discounts, which means uh, not only is your rate gonna be higher, uh, on both on one side, but on both sides, because you're going to have a less of a discount. So it's going to be bringing it up slowly. Yeah. Any yeah, final thoughts, gonna... you guys? Yeah, go ahead, Amir. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I guess uh, the next scheduled meeting is for April 13th. April 13th, uh, guys. April 13th yes. is the next announcement where there could be another rate increase. Yeah. Um, or they're going to hold it steady. So we don't know. I think they're going to see for the next few weeks how it affects it. Yeah. If they don't see anything changing if they see spending um, and, if, and and also if, if the performance of the economy keeps improving um again that's also i guess if you ask small business owners i think a lot of them will give you a different perspective versus the big corporations For sure. so uh, it's, it's also interesting to see you know who is benefiting from this um uh from the boom in the economy throughout this pandemic uh, i think a lot of people forget that we're still in the middle of it it's uh uh, so it's, uh, they just removed restrictions for a lot of businesses. So sure. a lot of businesses have taken on debt. Uh, they've taken on the government loans. Um, I'm sure this is going to affect some of them. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting how the government responds to the small business owners. Yeah. And if anybody has any questions, uh, let us know now on Instagram live. Uh, this is going to be a, a podcast that we're going to repost, um, this week, actually today in about, I think an hour. So we're going to post a full episode in case you missed it. But if you guys have any questions, you have the three of us on now is the time. And otherwise, any final thoughts from you guys, Danny, Amir? You know what? Um, I just want to say, like, again, these times could be scary for some people if you don't really understand what's going on. So if you ever do have any questions or uh, you want to run something by us uh, regarding, you know, some strategy or plans you had, I have people reach out to me all the time and say, this is what I'm thinking about doing. What are your thoughts or how can I go about doing this the right way? And um, for those people that are actively trying to um, take, you know, progressive steps to building your own wealth and to hedge against inflation, always feel free to reach out to us uh, whenever it comes to anything real estate, mortgage or insurance related. Uh, we do know exactly what's going on in the market. We are full timers. We do this every single day, um, you know, and it's what we love to do. So feel free to reach out. Never hesitate. That was a great sales pitch, Danny. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for everybody, everyone who joined us. And like I said, the episode's going to drop really soon on our podcast within the next hour. Uh, boys, thanks for coming on this morning and reacting uh, to this rate hike with me. And uh, we'll wow. see you guys soon. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Take care. Have a good one. Bye.